Welcome back, everybody, to our new episode of um, whatever you wanted to be, 100 Day Creative Challenge podcast with Marcus and Christian. Welcome back. So good that you're tuned in and listening. Um, really appreciate your support. Um, makes all the difference. Uh, I looked up a podcast. Actually, I didn't. Someone else showed me the list and actually pointed out we had 69 viewers on one of them, hmm. which I thought was going to be the collective sum of listeners <laughs> for all of 100 podcasts. So that's um, just that means incredible. Can, hey? Yeah, we can stop doing them right now. We're, we're good. Yeah, we made it. 100 Day Crave Challenge. So this is our last podcast. No. Just kidding. No. There's more to come. There's more to come. Um, I'm looking at this Rubik's Cube that happens to be next to me right oh. now and reminds me that um, my good friend Alex is uh, currently doing a 100-day Rubik's Cube <laughs> creative challenge trying to master the Rubik's Cube. Um, he's What's still his the, goal? Uh, look, I think he wants to finish it under five minutes. Would you say that's like f fairly accomplishable, Marcus, as a former Rubik's Cube champion. Marcus, oh, no. in his high school days, he used to be able to do the Rubik's Cube in under a minute. wouldn't call that a champion, though, because the real weird, uh, the real cool guys can really do it in... That's right, they're cool. Yeah, yeah, they can do it in like 12 seconds or something ridiculous like that. Wow. Yeah, but not me. Um, anyways... So tell me about the Rubik's Cube. Like, what? No. what is there to know about it? Um, there are several ways of solving it. Um, I think there's a really common way that almost everyone knows if you just look it up. There's like the five algorithms to get different sides of the Rubik's Cube. Um, prioritizing one side first and then getting um, the T's and then filling up the sides and the corners. Um, that being said, Do you just days. go on YouTube and... Uh, no, figure I, out how to do it? Or do you just learn it those was algorithms? Weird. Back then when I had a PC, I didn't have a Rubik's Cube in hand at first because, you know, it cost money. So I downloaded a piece of software that um, basically you play the Rubik's Cube on your computer by pressing buttons and it rotated different parts of a Rubik's Cube that you wow, see on screen. Wow, a virtual Rubik's Cube. A virtual cube. Rubik's Cube. Wow. Uh, and I practiced on that. Um, and within that app, they had a little tutorial, but, you know, the basic algorithm to, fit, to, to solve a Rubik's Cube. That's next level. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. Uh, and then I bought an actual Rubik's Cube and and practiced doing that with my hand. And it got real serious. I had to buy like special um, lube for the Rubik's Cube. Because if you want to get it under a minute, you don't want to be stuck here and there. It has and, to be fluid. Yeah. Yeah. So every few weeks, I'll pop open my Rubik's Cube, like disassemble it. Just oil it. Oil it, <laughs> put it back together. And ooh, I'm a champion again. Let's do a quick oil change on your Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Um, Alex, if you're listening to this. You can get just, serious yeah, about that. I um, highly recommend that. But yeah, 100 days, he can definitely, with daily practice, get it down to something close to two minutes. Wow. Yeah. It's it's something that if you put your mind to every day, you just your muscle memory just really builds. Mm. Your brain just gets it. Yeah. It starts to just... Work wow. super quick. And would you say like two hours a day or three hours a day? Like how serious would he has to would oh. he have to be? 
well, I guess a cumulative hour a day would be all that you really need. And just keep like, the Rubik's Cube on you and then just do... Yeah, do it twice every now and then. Mm. And then throughout the day, your brain just gets active. Because I think it's like that with a lot of things in life. When you're practicing for a skill, you don't just sit on your instrument for eight hours a day. Um, your brain can only absorb so much at a time. At, mm. at a time. So a couple of repetitions, taking a break, coming back to it. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Alex, if you're hearing this... <laughs> Two minutes. <laughs> Two minutes. It's doable. And that's all. For, no, it's not all for today. Um, we wanted to have a quick dialogue, I might say, about uh, fancy worship and service. Because um, we, Marcus and myself, find ourselves in environments where it, uh, 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 I guess, in being in church a lot can... Uh, Sometimes you're wondering, am I am I here to to worship or am I here to serve? And so we just wanted to explore that a little bit. Mm. Um, and so I guess the question to you, Marcus, I have, and all of our listeners have as well, <laughs> is uh, how how do you view worship versus service? Is there such a thing as are they like on opposite ends? Is there? Um, like you attend services at the service where you go and worship mm. and then when you volunteer is that like you're you're serving or are you yeah. serving while you're worshiping or are you worshiping while you're serving does it make sense <laughs> yeah yeah uh it's a bit of a conundrum it's a bit um i'll just start by saying serving is a part of worship and we'll get back to that um, I don't think you can really serve without knowing God. Um, of course, speaking in the context of serving in church, because, um, you know, people serve in many other capacities and mm. many other places. They serve in community centers, yeah, in hospitals. Yeah, and you, I guess, don't necessarily need to know God for those. Um, but service, you don't, I won't be able to call it service if you're volunteering at a church because you know someone needs help or you just want to feel useful. Like, that's all good and all, but when I'm thinking service, um, I know it's coming from a place of serving God, mm. um, knowing who God is and what He's done and what you want to, you know, when you're grateful for what God, God's done and you want to be part of what He's doing, that's service for me. That's really good. And I think we've all heard it before. Worship is not the first 18 to 20 minutes of a service it's mm. it's a lifestyle Ooh. and what do you mean by that marcus oh you know the way i wake up the way i i don't get angry when i'm driving the way do you I, like wake up singing or do you drive and sing i, I wake like, up what pushing, do you mean i wake that? up pushing faders you know it's just <laughs> what i do <laughs> yes you do um i think it's just glorifying god and everything that you're doing so mm. not necessarily waking up praising jesus like hallelujah it's 5 a.m gonna make it for call time thank you jesus for the clock <laughs> uh no um i think it's just glorifying god and if that's what you're doing on a sunday morning or a sunday night mm. when you're going in early preparing or in the middle of a service and your mind's doing 12 different things mm so that others can experience Jesus. That is still worship for me. 
Wow. Yeah. I love that. That's really cool. As you were speaking, I was reminded of um, of a psalm, um, which is Psalm 100. Mm. And I guess before I read it, I didn't... I know we're all theologians because that's what we learn in first year Bible school. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't consider myself like a a theologian. Um, however, I do remember this one thing um, as we're talking about it because as we like we spoke a little bit earlier about this and we or I found myself um, getting on the wrong path almost. Like when mm. you talk about it, oh, worship, service, can you, like when you dissect it to the point of, uh, uh, can you, like from a platform point of view, can you serve and, and worship? Can you mm. l- like sing? It's like, oh, this person looks like he's singing and uh, in like he looks like he's worshiping but he's actually directing and like there's different people talking to him and there's so many other things going on can this be worship yeah and like it you can easily go down the wrong track and i was just reminded of psalm 100 which is really cool because in the niv it says shout for joy to the lord all the earth worship the lord with gladness and in the new king james it says Make a joyful shout to the Lord. So this is the same verse. Um, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Mm. And I'm reminded that in in Hebrew, it's the same word that's used for service and worship. So it's actually not like, oh, I'm serving, I'm not worshiping. Or I'm worshiping, I'm not serving. But it's actually like one, one and the same, whereas we as 21st century thinkers like to dissect Label. every little bit and, yeah. and English have two words for it in Hebrew it's actually just one and the same wow which I, love I just that. find like really fascinating why don't we speak more Hebrew it's great like shalom, shalom. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome Christian. Shabbat uh, what other Hebrew do I know that's that's probably it um, wow I love that what about your thoughts I guess um being involved as an MD a lot over the weekend. Um, where do you find, your, I guess, the line, if there is any, between worship and serving mm. outside of the psalm, the beautiful psalm that you read? Mm, very good. Uh, I guess it's... I feel like like it's all worship kind of what you said like i have my giving and my receiving service Mm. in hyphens um as in like my sit-in and my uh uh, uh, serving making making service great for others service Mm -hmm. but i feel like it's both worship like it's not oh i'm serving and therefore i can't worship but I feel like God does something in both. Yeah. It's like what we say when come serve at conference because like God will do an amazing work in your life. It's actually true. Like yeah. we're not just saying it, but even even for someone who might be serving their heart out and won't be getting to sit in any of the sessions, 
might have the most amazing um, God encounters. Yeah. Um, just the same as the person that's actually a delegate and sitting in and receiving and hearing all the messages. So it's actually, it's not like, uh, for me, it's never been like, oh, I'm serving, therefore I'm not worshipping. Hmm. So they, they kind of, I don't know, for me, they've always gone the same. So the line. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether there has been a line necessarily. That's a good place to be in, like, you know, not having that line. Mm. Not that you've mentioned it, I think the question that probably arises the most is when people think, am I serving, am I worshipping? I think maybe they mean, "Am I? what's my role in this service? Am I giving or am I receiving? Mm. Maybe, maybe that's what they're thinking about. And I guess... Yeah, or they're just... Yeah. I think that sometimes we overthink things. I know that's yeah. true for myself. Same. I like to overthink things and it's sometimes it's just not helpful. It's just <laughs> like you know what? Like I should like keep keep life simple. Mm-hmm. And when there's a question of like oh should I just I don't know which one is worship. Like you know what? <sighs> yeah. Just it's it's not that complicated sometimes. It's true. It might just be one and the same. It's good. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Worship is serving, and serving is worship. Wow. Because of that Hebrew word, which is... Mind blown, Um, which I can't pronounce, and I'm not going to try. Ah, fair enough. Just for copyrights, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We want this podcast to stay up in the air. Don't want to be taken down. Um, that being said, I've heard SoundCloud has been a bit of a pain for some of our listeners. Um, if you haven't already seen the email below, um, you can feel free to send questions or comments to 100 Day Podcast. That's 100 with uh, the numbers 100 Day Podcast at gmail.com. If that's easier than commenting, please feel free to do so. Mm. Yeah. Other than that, we'll see you in the next podcast. Yeah. Have a good one. See ya.